Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of To a Woman's Heart, where we uplift, motivate, encourage, and empower women. Look, so for the last week, I've been down because went to the doctor and the change of weather is usually my season uh, for my asthma to flare up. So I went to the doctor to get ahead of it before it got too bad only to get to the doctor's office and they asked me had I taken COVID tests and I said I took multiple COVID tests right and so the nurse was like well let's take one for precaution the doctor comes in and give me his name and his little short name and uh, he says uh, oh by the way you have COVID I'm like what so I've been down for about a week. Surprise for me. Um, and contract. I didn't escape it for three years. Start a new job amongst people. And the first thing they give me as a gift is the virus. But anyway, I'm making this podcast because people are funny. People are really, really funny. People follow your social media to be nosy, not for concern or care, but to see what you say and how you say it. They follow all your avenues to see how you're going to express yourself uh, in words. And then when they listen to it, they look at you all crazy, like they don't know what's going on. And clearly they do. It's amazing to me that. Somebody can stir up trouble with the words and the conversations that they use. And when they con- they're confronted about the situation, you become the villain. So they decide to block you. They decide to cut you off like you did something to them when actuality they did something to you, but they didn't like the phone call they received from you. So they decide to have a cop attitude and um, cut you out of their life. And then it makes you wonder about the word of a friend. Because I feel in my life, I was a very good friend. I was at their beck and call when they was in the hospital and leave my job and go do things for them. But how quickly people forget. They forget what you have done for them. And then people don't want to take ownership for the madness. This ain't the first time you got caught up with something that you said. It ain't the second time. Matter of fact, it's the third time. But if one person can be forgiving, And you got an attitude. Something is wrong with that picture. See, it's sad because we want God to forgive us when we do wrong. When we lie, steal, and cheat, misuse people. We want him to forgive us instantly. But we have no forgiveness for nobody else. Then we walk around like we have been victimized and you have victimized somebody else. But at the same time, you want to sit off on the side mat and have conversation about the person that you cut off. Not understanding that people can feel all that. They can feel the eyes. They can feel the conversation. They can feel the uneasiness, period. Now, 
We say we love, but do we really love? Because as my dad say, love covers a multitude of faults. See, when we don't say words, they are still spoken words, whether you say them or not. When we say, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to have any action whatsoever. Non-action is still an action, whether we realize it or not. Our facial expression, where we twitch our eyebrows, flare our nose and roll our eyes, is not verbalizing, but you're having conversation with the expressions of your body, what we don't understand. And then when somebody don't do what you, what they want you to do, they get upset with you. And I find that's wrong on so many levels because people have bad days. People have a reason why they don't want to do what you're asking them to do. But we can't accept when people provide the reasoning why they don't want to do it. And you get an attitude and you don't have driver's license the first. So you're making plans for me without actually having conversation in reference to these plans. And then you think I'm saying, okay, but you're not realizing the extent that that person has to go to accommodate your plans. And neither do you care. And so when the person said, well, I can't do it. I got too much going on in my life right now. You get an attitude and you stop talking. So when you stop talking to people, you stop communicating with people, it makes you question their love. It makes you question their genuineness. It makes you question them, period. But yet and still, we say we save, sanctify, and fill with something. Because what we're filled with has nothing, no reflection of God whatsoever. Our actions don't line up. See, it's amazing how we want to pretend like we one way and God really knows how we are. He knows our real motive. He knows our genuineness. He knows our intentions for doing the things that we do. We may fool people, but we can't fool him. And that's where we get crossed over at. And then when things in our lives don't go right, we wonder why. Well, you have set the tone pretty much. So whatever reaping and sowing that God is going to throw your way, you should suck it up with a smile because you position to get in that position where you will be in a position to receive some reaping and sowing. See, we think we can do people any kind of way and it's okay. We think we can hurt people's feelings. We think we can lie on them. We think we can misuse them and we think we cannot care or have a heart for them. Our love has limitation contingent on what you do for me or how you treat me. But I'm not going to do the same thing for you. Then if your love has limitation, it's not really love. It's not really. I don't care who it is, family, friend or whatever. It is not really love. We walking around here being fake and we walking around here being hypocrites. Doing and pretending to be something that totally we are not. We put up a falsified front and not being our true genuine selves. We don't speak. We take people's property and then lie like we don't have the property. Or we take people's property and give it away without the other person's permission. What kind of stuff is that? The very thing that you do to somebody else, you will have a fit if somebody done it to you. You will have a fit if somebody throws you in the middle of stuff and you didn't say what the other person said you said. 
How does that look? And then the other funny part about it, we know the person's character who's being talked about, but yet and still we don't have no balls to stand up and say, no, they don't sound like that person, or we don't even have the the umption to give them the benefit of the doubt until you actually find out facts because you believe what the person is telling you from their mouth to be factual. And what makes it factual? What makes it factual? Because that person is telling it? No, people lie all the time. They hear stuff somewhere else and they put it on somebody else like that person told it. And that ain't always the case. But we don't look at it that way. Not only have you done it once, you have done it twice, you have done it three times. The same M.O. You end up being good friends with somebody. Then you and this person end up falling out. They end up befriending your family member and end up being close to them than they would to you and your family member done way less than you have done. They stuck your neck out. Then been there for that person through thick and thin, but they're so easy to trade you off. Then you have to ask the question, why? Why are you so easy to trade people off? When you ask the question, the first thing you say, what's going on? What's going on means you're trying to be nosy. And then people think you respond to that type of conversation, but you don't. People have not given you the benefit of the doubt. They have prejudged you without knowing all the facts. They don't care how much they hurt your feelings. They don't care how it make you feel. None of that. So for me, I've gotten to the point where I love my family. I really do. But I've gotten to the point that family is not family. It's not. Where you can cut me off, where you can leave me hanging, where you can disregard who I am as an individual then we're not family, bottom line. We're not family. See, what you fail to realize, I've heard things, I've been hurt, but I looked over all that because you were my family. I loved you unconditionally. Even though before a conversation took place, the actions was already there. The disconnection, the non-inviting was already there. The action just was the excuse for what you had already been doing. So you had already cut people out. You had already stopped inviting. You had already started not um, letting people ride with you. You already started riding by yourself and putting your clothes on and getting out the door. You already did that before the words even came into place. The action had already stepped up to the plate. So when you display these type of actions and you don't think people can feel that, they can. But then we won't talk about we love the Lord. We love him. Play this gospel music. You tear down the walls playing gospel music. And then you hate the person to whom you see daily, but you love God at the same time. How is that so? You can't love God who you haven't seen and hate people you see on a daily basis. Dislike them. Disregard them. Take from them and know you have taken from them. And when somebody asks you a question, you get an attitude. You get very defensive about stuff. But if somebody did to you what you've done to somebody else, you would not like it. See, that's the part we forget. We want to do people dirty, but we don't want nobody to do us dirty. We want to lie on people. We don't want nobody to lie on us. We want to misuse and mistreat people, but we don't want nobody to misuse and mistreat us. That's a one-sided situation. And that's not how it should be. If you don't want nobody to do you dirty, don't do nobody else dirty. If you don't want nobody to treat you wrong, don't treat nobody else wrong. But then at the same time, 
You want somebody to forgive you. You want somebody to understand you. And, and it, it just doesn't work out that way. Being a friend is serious to me. A friend is a serious. And I believe that I am a good friend. I ain't saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I do things right all the time. But I'm not as cruel as some of this stuff I've experienced as of late. And I've experienced some cruel things. But the funny part, nobody wants to take ownership. Everybody claim they're right. I'm right in my stance. I'm right in how I treat people. I'm right. You invite somebody to move in and then you treat them like a, a, a stepchild. Instead of just saying, we don't want you to be here no more. That's more appreciative, you being honest, instead of showing the person that you don't want them there. And then you get to a point, you get tired of faking the funk, pretending. You get tired of it. You, get to, you can feel all of that. And you get tired of faking the funk. You just get tired. So when is enough enough? When is it? It's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And we have to do better as people. We, we should. We need to. But I don't want no fake people in my life. I don't want no pretending people in my life. And people think that time will fix it. I don't know if time will fix it this time. I promise you I don't. The charge against me without my knowledge and then the physical charge was very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. And to justify people's temperament is wrong. Because somewhere down the line, something should have changed. Communication should have been better. But you're mad at somebody and that other person have no idea how fair is that to that person. And it's very hurtful. It's very hurtful. It's hurtful. Because the one word, the one conversation that I heard that really stuck with me, that hurt in my heart, is following me around the store like a puppy dog. Not understanding why a person would be in that headspace. If you just lost a, a place of a residence and then you get into another place and you see your life getting on a solid foundation and then you losing another residence, that's traumatic. You ain't healed from the last traumatic experience and you being traumatized again, but nobody understanding People don't understand. Everybody deal with things differently. No two people deal with a problem the same way the next person will deal with it. Some people get over quick things early and some people can't. That doesn't make that person a bad person. But we ain't got no compassion or no empathy for nothing, nobody. But we want God to have compassion and empathy for us. Or we want other people to have compassion and empathy for us when we're going through. But when somebody else is going through, we don't have those type of feelings. And that's sad. That's one-sided. It's very sad. And I pray that people get better. I pray they see the error of their ways. And I pray that we do better. Bottom line. Because it's time. It really is. All right, until we talk again, take care.